Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through the Final Four and championship game. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, this is episode 12 of season 5 for the California Sports Lawyer Podcast. I am Jeremy Evans, your host. As always, thanks for making us the number one sports law podcast in the world for three years running. So we have Jessica Campbell with us today. She is a uh, wonderful woman, great person, uh, and the CEO and founder of PO3 Agency, and also the founder and creator of an application called OPER, which is short for Opportunity. She's a Pepperdine University alum, so go Waves, and uh, so glad to have her uh, uh, with us today. So Jessica, welcome into the show, and thanks for being here. Thank you. I love that intro and congratulations on being the number one sports law podcast. That's awesome. No, thank you. Thank you. A lot of competition out there. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I actually had a buddy who um, who sent me the list of mm-hmm. like who the top podcasts were. And he goes, hey, this is a pretty good list. And, you know, his his was number two and mine was number one. So I was oh, like, all right, hey, pretty good. So, um, but you know, Jess, so it's great to be with you. We, you know, we got connected through the Rose Bowl uh, in an event that you did with them recently, but maybe let's start with this. So I want to get into your background and all the places that you've worked and the great things that you're working on, but maybe tell us a little bit about um, sort of your, your sort of path to getting uh, to where you're at now uh, and maybe with the focus on did you choose to get into sports and entertainment or sort of it, did it choose you or was it a mixture of both? I think that's a really great question. And I want to start out my answer saying, as I explain this work history, I think it's important that every step of the way taught me something. And I learned key attributes, key skills, key lessons at each stopping point in my life that now I use and reflect on every single day. So I love that we're starting out with this question. To begin, I'll take you back to the beginning. So I'm a triplet actually, and I have two brothers. And so growing up, it was always majority rules. There were three of us, right? So we had to uh, make it work that way. And like I said, they're brothers. So majority was, we're gonna play sports. And so I ended up loving that. 
God made me five, three and very small. So I'm not built like an athlete, but you know, I do market them and we'll talk to talk about that in a little bit. So maybe somewhere along those lines, sports chose me. I chose sports, but as I progressed through my education, I was always on some sports team or another, or I was dancing. And then when I was in high school, I did all of the editing, video editing for all of our sports teams rallies. Flash forward, I get to college at Pepperdine, go waves. And I was the sports marketing intern for the John R. Wooden Award, which is ESPN's College Basketball Player of the Year Award. While I was at Pepperdine, I majored in marketing and communications. And so I was that sports marketing intern. So see how every step of the way just kept building and building. And then at the Wooden Award, I used a lot of the skills I learned back in high school with the soundboards, the switchboards, how to project something on the screen. And so I was able to work with ESPN and SportsCenter to also help produce the event while I was also learning all of the graphic design principles I needed to actually make all of the photos and videos that was on Wendy's, ESPN, SportsCenter, the individual athletes and the individual schools, Instagrams as well. Then when I graduated, or I guess right no flashback. So as soon as my internship was done at the Wooden Award, my boss and I, Ernest Baskerville, amazing, amazing person and dear friend of mine now, we formed a podcast called Sports for Positivity, where we interviewed professional athletes on what they did for the community and how they used their voice and platform to just cultivate positivity at such an interesting time. It was during COVID. And so that was something we really enjoyed highlighting was the positivity behind sports. So while I was there again, I did the marketing, the sponsorships, the writing, similar to I'm sure everything you do for this awesome show. Um, And some of the guests we had on the podcast and some of our sponsors really loved my work and they asked me to market for them. And so I said, yes, February 2021, PO3 Agency was born. We started with three clients, a fire extinguisher, professional athlete and bridal show. And now (laughs) quite the mix. Now we uh, work with over 150 clients in the sports, professional and collegiate, as well as retired athletes. We also work with businesses, big and small, influencers, events, singers, models, realtors, you name it. There's a whole variety of clients that make up one big happy family. Um, And then speaking of the athlete marketing side of it, that's where Opera came about. So July, June or July of 2021, when NIL opened up, some of the clients said, oh, we really want to do that. And of course I said, okay, let's try it. And it was just, as I'm sure you know, a very tedious process. And I wanted to make it more streamlined and more efficient for everyone involved. And I scoured the internet one day and I couldn't find a program or software that would work for me. So I ended up canceling the rest of my meetings that day, pushed them to a later date, of course, and got a blank notebook. And I sketched all of the site maps, what I needed, where it needed to go. And right there and then is where I built Opera. And that just came out December of 2022 as well. So it's on the App Store now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. So I'm going to ask you a question that, 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 that they tell most men to never ask women but I think it's impressive with how um, how young you are in your career. So, mm-hmm. are if I take a guess, twenty four, twenty three, 
All right. <laughs> My Jordan so years. There you go. <laughs> All right. That is so awesome. Like you. you know, you've been able to accomplish so much and do so many cool things. And and just to the listeners out there, so PO3 Agency, this is from the website to give you an idea of all the great things that Jessica does. So it's a marketing agency focused on changing you internally so you can change the world around you. I love that. Uh, they offer marketing, public relations, and social media consulting, management services for companies, brands, podcasts, talent, and products. And first of all, that's awesome in itself, but I think the app, as you mentioned, complements that really well. Because if you have this, these sort of NIL deals, it, it is somewhat separate, right? I mean, because in some sense, a marketing agency is going to be doing different things uh, than, than, than an app would be doing. But maybe talk a little bit about, and thanks for sharing all that, talk a little bit about um, some of the folks that you're working with or some of the things that you're working on. Um, you know, maybe even as an example, talk about the Rose Bowl event that, that you just did, if you can. Yes, it's I love talking about all of that. So absolutely. <laughs> we work with I mean top 10 charting billboard musicians, NFL players, XFL players. Uh we have Olympians that we work with. We have so many amazing amazing people that we get to manage and create content with and ultimately just have a good time with. We always want to make sure it's enjoyable for everybody involved, because as you see, when we take the content, we want to make sure you're enjoying it too and having a great time. And with that and how we build relationships with our clients, we have one of our clients is Trenton Irwin. He's a wide receiver on the Bengals, killing it. Uh, we just had his second annual um, charity football camp. And so last year when we had the first one, we organized it. It was the first of its kind in our city. And we live in the same hometown, which is really special. So we got to bring that about together. And I actually won an award for the work that I did with that camp, as well as a lot of the work I'm doing for athletes as well. And so that's where the Rose Bowl found me. And it was a really special moment winning that award for me, but also getting that call from the Rose Bowl and you know, building the relationship there. And so flash forward a year, we just hosted the inaugural Rose Bowl Legacy Youth Foundation Camp. Uh, and that was a huge success. It was a beautiful day. It was raining a little bit, but it was still a beautiful day. And it was such a joy to work with everybody involved. Um, Dana, especially that really spearheaded the event with me and Deedon, of course, who is how we got connected, but it was, it was incredible. And we're looking forward to next year already. I love that. I love that. Um, so maybe going back uh, a little bit, uh, we talked about your podcast. We talked about um, Opera, which is a great name, uh, by the way, for the app. And then uh, obviously your agency. So talk a little bit about um, the the application, uh, in particular, sort of how it works and how how clients your clients might be able to work through that application just in case if somebody's listening you know they might be like oh okay that makes sense let me call jessica yes so the app is very user friendly we like to say and our market of course is college athletes and so that age it's no secret you're probably on either a uh, linkedin or maybe a dating app and so we're kind of the linkedin or the tinder or bumble maybe of <laughs> NIL deals. <laughs> so how it works is we have companies 
come on and they list their deal. So you'll see just like a job site, deal, 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 deal. And then as I am an athlete, I can come on, click for more information and apply. So it's really, really fast. You just apply with the touch of one button and your profile is sent over to that company. So it was designed in that way because as an agency from PO3, we knew everything that was needed to make a deal happen from an athlete side and from a brand side. We know what questions they wanted to ask, what qualifications were needed. So the longest time you'll spend on the app is actually filling out and building your profile. But that does act as your application for every single NIL deal that you apply to. And something really special about the app is we don't just focus on you getting deals. We're also every single month we have a webinar and we talk about social media, the scope of the month, what is going on that month. For example, we're in March Madness right now. So if you're a player that got selected or, you know, not got selected, but rightfully won your way there, <laughs> we tell you how to capitalize on the environment that you're in. So maybe we can help you get a deal prior to the final four game, for example, or the championship game. And we just really instruct in terms of tools and teachings, how your social media should look. Maybe you want to get a technology deal or a car deal or a restaurant deal. We'll help you structure your profile to become more attractive to those kind of brands. So it's not just the opportunity, pun intended. It <laughs> is, you know, really teaching you how to use that opportunity and making sure that, you know, you're building a brand for yourself that can sustain you if you become a professional athlete or if you go on to another job. I love that. And, you know, to your point, from like a market standpoint, there is companies out there like Open Doors, but maybe you get lost in the shuffle in a big company like that. And particularly, I mean, you're obviously working with big time athletes and big time brands, but I think what's great about what you're doing is that um, you get to work on both sides of the supply chain, I guess, in some way, right? Because you get to work with the brands on the marketing agency side, but then you can also connect those brands to those athletes for the NIL side. So I think Correct. that's that's fantastic. But then also you provide an opportunity to where, um, let's just say that somebody's not going to a top sort of 10, you know, or a sort of top, uh, what big sort of big five conference or big four conferences now, really, uh, depending mm -hmm. on what happens with the PAC 12. But um, and USC and UCLA leaving, but it, it's sort of I, I love what you're doing, and and I think that it provides a great opportunity for athletes who maybe don't have that opportunity with the bigger groups, but also too, and again, you're working with the big athletes too, so it it works for both. Mm -hmm. But I think what's cool as well is that you're teaching them how to do this, mm -hmm. so you get to do both sides of it. You know, a lot of times when a when an athlete signs up, they either inherently know what they're doing on social media or they don't. And, mm -hmm. and they can be trained, but it's usually the ones that have the more followers and and the engagement that are the ones that are gonna get noticed. So I love that. I mean, it's just like in your in your mission statement, you know, we wanna, you know, basically teach you, you know, better internally, how to be a better person internally so you can affect the world outside. Um, and that, that applies to business too, but so maybe talk a little bit about your mission statement. Cause I think that means a lot and, um, and maybe some things that you've worked on with some of your athletes with regard to, 
sort of working on the internal piece that, that they can be better on the outside? That's a great question. And how it came about was that we are a service that's helping you. And so we work with established athletes, institutions, businesses, brands, public figures, podcasts, products, and everything else. And so their business is already set up. But when they're coming to us, that one piece that they're missing is maybe marketing strategy, or they don't quite know how to use Instagram to their benefit or TikTok or email marketing or LinkedIn. And so we're that piece that comes in so they can focus on what they do best. We can focus on what we do best. And we change that one piece internally so that they can better affect their clients and their personal world around them. We're like the... Wizard of Oz, you know, we're behind the curtain for them. And it is all credit still to their brand. But we change that one piece so that they can go out and affect their clients and their world. And so how we do that with athletes, too, is you said it right. I mean, you either know it or you don't. And sometimes when you do understand social media, you're still not using it correctly. And so what we like to say with our athletes is, okay, we're going to make it really simple. We create four pillars of content for their Instagram and you have to give value in order to get value. And I'm using Instagram for an example, but there's other platforms, of course, that we help run. So giving value, maybe if you're an athlete that down the road really wants to work with kids, we're going to make sure that every Tuesday, for example, we have you post a video called Technique Tuesday. So there's one, that value addition, you can teach how to run faster, better footwork, how to catch the ball, how to do this move. And then there's that reoccurrence factor. So it brings people back every single week. So we're changing that one piece and already we get repeat eyes, likes, comments, shares, because of course you want to share it. But again, that's that one piece. So then what else should we show? Okay, well, we need to show that you're a professional athlete. And then maybe something about your hobbies, your family, the things that you love, and then room for any events or anything else. So now if I'm a brand, I see, oh man, I want to be the water bottle he drinks out of. I want to be the basketball she passes. I want to be the weight in the weight room. And then I want to be the backpack that they train in every single day. I want to be the face wash that they use in their get ready with me or the meal prep plan that they're talking so highly about. So it's instead of reaching out to a brand, we almost want them to reach out to you and say, I want to be part of what you're already doing. And that's where that authentic partnership comes together. Yeah. And and to your point, Jess, like it's so important that uh, that authenticity is there because, you know, oftentimes like if I'm drafting a contract for an athlete or a brand, um, you know, the company or the client will ask, well, you know, what if I want to get out of this deal? And I, what I usually try to negotiate in a lot of these deals is obviously you want the sides to uh, complete their obligations, right? But what yeah. you don't want is somebody who does not want to represent that brand or vice versa. Yeah. And so you always want to find a way to make it so that one, like you said, it's organic, it's natural that these two want to work together, that the the client is actually using the product or actually supports the product versus I'm just doing this for money or uh, or a brand saying, I'm just doing this because this is a big name person. Like you really want there to be genuine connection. And, and it's usually the commercials that do best are the ones where there's that genuine connection. So I love that 
you're sort of creating that in, in an original way and making so that there's a connection there. So, I mean, that, that's a beautiful thing that you're doing. It also helps in the long run, because as soon as you stop playing, we want to make sure, you know, the partnerships that we get for you are still going to be lasting after you stop playing. And so that's how we're able to make that happen as well. No, see, and I love that. I think you're doing it the right way. Um, you know, you're bringing value to the table, you know, your own business ethics, your, I love it. I, th I think it's all, um, you know, really good. And then maybe as we've got a few more questions here, talk a little bit about sort of social media. Um, I mean, do you think, I, always, I often sort of think about the question of, do you think NIL is possible without social media or where, maybe what do you think you'd be if social media, um, you know, didn't exist? Like, do you think it would affect your business in any way? Do you still think you'd be doing what you're doing? I mean, I think about it all the time and I'm like, well, I don't know if NIL exists without social media, but I might be wrong. Well, the interesting part is when you think of NIL, they're kind of like the new wave of actors right. or influencers. So there would still be a commercial, for example, with the star athlete doing something that we see at the professional level, just down at the collegiate level. So I, without social media, I don't know that it would have happened this soon, but I do think eventually it would have. But in terms of my business, I think the way that we structure things and our packages would definitely be different as social media is a big part of what we do, but there's always a need for logo design, graphic design, um, different posters to be made for athletes as well, or maybe t-shirts, websites, all of those things are all still mandatory, but it would change our offerings quite a bit. Yeah. But it's all about adapting. So if it gets shut down tomorrow, we've still got a business. Yeah, I love that. And you're right. You're right. Because the truth of it is, is that if social media didn't exist, you'd find another distribution to get it out there whether yeah. that be television or radio or print, you know, advertising or what have you. Um, so maybe kind of shift into maybe stories from the trenches, right? So uh, maybe tell a little story or an antidote about a lesson learned or a funny or entertaining story uh, okay. or even a difficult story, maybe where you triumphed over adversity. Good question. Uh, this is one that I share to every entrepreneur or someone looking to start their own business, maybe start their own podcast or do something on their own. I think the first part of this story is you've got to be a little bit crazy. You really do. And I'm sure you kind of get what I mean. You have to be so bought in on the idea that you can do something because if you don't believe it, uh, nobody else is going to, and no one's going to believe enough for you to make it happen. So you have to have that crazy drive, the crazy passion, the crazy desire, the crazy belief in yourself, all of those things. And so when I was first starting, I'll share a lesson that I learned. One of the biggest lessons was that I could choose the clients that I worked with. And here's what I mean by that. When, when you're starting out, a lot of people focus on the profit and the, the numbers and the clients and all of these things. And don't get me wrong. Those are very important. Those are how you sustain a company. However, I think building a strong foundation is what keeps you in business. So in terms of the clients that you work with, the relationships that you build, the reputation that you create, that's what's going to last you longer than I think just a single paycheck, because that can run out, but your relationship and reputation is forever. And so there was one client at the very beginning of, you know, PO3 and 
we just weren't on the same page about a few things and they wanted one direction or didn't really know what they wanted. And I didn't want them to waste their dollars on ideas. So I had the ability to tell them and say, hey, come back to me when you have your idea. They came back and we built something beautiful, but it was that initiative to step up and say, hey, this isn't working right now, but here's what we can do together after that. And so there were just some clients that we butt heads a little bit and it wasn't rainbows and butterflies. And I asked a lot of my mentors, I said, how do I go about navigating this? Why is it like this? Why can't everyone be perfect? And uh, they kept saying, well, Jessica, you know, that's not how business goes. That's not how it's done. And I said, after about the fifth or sixth person told me that I just was fed up and I looked at them and I said, you know, that's not how my business is going to be. And ever since I made that realization, uh, the clients that we work with, they're so good. They're just good people at heart. They're beautiful. And I'm, you know, believe that God drives everything that I do. And it's really beautiful that most of our clients also have that same faith and drive too. So it's just really beautiful what we just become. I love that. I love that. No, and I appreciate you sharing your faith. You know, you and I are in the uh, the same boat in, in that regard and, and, and it drives the decisions that I make and, you know, um, it's tough, right? It's tough. And I think, uh, it's a recommitment all the time in terms of to the mm -hmm. business and to your faith. But at the end of the day, a lot of times your clients end up being your friends, people that you trust, you want to be around people that encourage you, um, you know, that sort of thing. And so I love that, that you shared that. And, uh, and I think it's important. Um, two last questions for you. Okay. What does the future of the entertainment and sports business look like? And that can be as broad as the question, or it can be as uh, dialed down as, you know, your marketing business. What does the marketing and the NIL look like for you? I think that's a great question. I think that it's going to be less product-based and more lifestyle-based. So we'll see that in a lot of the ways the commercials are centered around, the way stores are, you know, built and designed, the way that players and brands collaborate together. I think it's going to be less show, more tell, if that makes sense. And it's all from the age of storytelling. I love it. I love it. I love it. Less less show, more tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Jess. All right. And then last question. Um, and then I'm going to ask you to give your um, Instagram uh, and like any socials or uh, and then your website and all that stuff so people can contact you. But um, maybe some words of wisdom that you could offer, maybe somebody looking to break in, uh, somebody just just anything, words of wisdom, something that comes to mind for you. Yes, I think words of wisdom, everyone needs a plan. You can't just decide to do something and expect it to go one way or another if you're not planning carefully how to get it done. And one buzzword I think that goes along with that is being calculated. And there's usually such a negative connotation around that word. But I think if you do it right, it's a beautiful term because it means that you're being purposeful. You have a plan, you have an action, you have a designed set of steps that you need to take in order to reach that one goal. And you have to think of what you're doing now because it's bigger than tomorrow. You have to plan for 10 years in advance. And like I said at the beginning of the interview, everything that I did growing up 
put me in a place to succeed today. And if I wasn't intentional and present in those moments, I wouldn't have learned a lot of the skills that I'm using right now. And so when I say think of something bigger than tomorrow, it could be the most minute, tedious little skill that's going to help you 10 years from now. And you're going to be glad that you learned it because you were able to be present in those moments and calculated enough to remember it, knowing that it's going to benefit you in the future. I love that. No, that's good. Got to have a plan. Got to have the faith. Got to stick to it. Got to have good people around you. You got to choose your clients well. Uh, You know, I mean, those are all things that I took away from what you said. And I think the client interview is so important too, right? To your point about the the story that you shared, it was that interview that led you to say no and say, no, that doesn't work right now, but, you know, down the road. And of course, when the client came back, they were ready. Yes. And, 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 you know, and just like anything else, even when the client is growing, you're growing too. So I'm sure that, you know, you learn things along the way as well, but. Every day. I love it. Hey, if you're not, I mean, what's the point? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I look forward to making mistakes, honestly. Seriously, (laughs) that's how you learn. Yeah. Right. Jess, I have to tell you, you've been one of the best guests so far. Um, you're so personable. Uh, I'm sure your clients love you and you've created this beautiful business. Um, I'm sure, which is built on your ethics, your morals, your faith, and your drive, uh, to build something, you know, really beautiful. So, um, so everybody listening in, this has been Jessica Campbell. Uh, she is the CEO and founder of PO3 agency and also of the, uh, opera app, which is short for opportunity. And, um, So Jess, maybe if you could share some of your socials or how people can connect with you, uh, your website and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for that really kind compliment. I appreciate it. And likewise, this was awesome. But you can find me at the letter P, the letter O, number three agency on any socials. Our website is the same, po3agency.com. And opera is O-P-P-E-R. I think daughter underscore one of the two NIL and our website is www.opper-tunity.com. And if you want to follow me too, personally, my Instagram is jess.campbell3. Just like Love love it. And then actually, I'm thinking of one last question here before I let you go. So how did you come up with PO3 agency? What was the thought? process behind there. The opera is cool. I get that, but I want to yeah. know the story behind, um, uh, but behind PO3. So the name comes from a few different things. Like I said, I'm a triplet. So three is always the number. I also mentioned God guides everything I do. So power of three there. And then also the really cool thing is another thing that I said, we are that one point of contact. So it's us, our clients and their clients. And that's what everything is centered around. So there's those three points there that determine the PO3. So threes are everywhere. And then in our logo, there's a man and a woman running into the O on both the PO3 and opera logo that signifies it's the same opportunity for everybody. It's just all about how you use it. I love that. Beautiful. Well, Jess, you're awesome. And uh, look forward to uh, keeping in touch and seeing you soon and um, obviously wishing you, you know, all the success and, um, and again, just love what you're doing. And I'm, and I'm sure that, uh, listeners will too. So thanks again, Jessica. Thank you so much.
Of course. So everybody, that was Jessica Campbell. She is the CEO and founder of um, PO3 Agency, a marketing agency where she works with brands. She works with athletes. She also has a uh, wonderful application called Opper, O-P-P-E-R. Um, you can find her online, find her on social media. Uh, just a great individual and glad she was able to join the show today. I'm Jeremy Evans, your host, California Sports Lawyer Podcast on the Believe Network. This show has been brought to you by Bet Online. I look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much.